This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, hallelujah. We're going to be coming out of Psalm 91. Amen. Excuse me for a second while I get this slide together. Amen. This is the challenge of live streaming. But while I'm doing this, amen, please turn to Psalm 91. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We're going to be coming from the verse, first verse. Amen. Very familiar scripture. Amen. As you get a preview <laughs> of what I'll be preaching about today. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Let's get these technical issues together. All right. Psalm 91. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. As you see before you, we have Psalm 91, verse 1. All right. I wish I could hear amen when you have it. All right. But even if you don't uh, have an amen for my wife, amen. All right. Here begins the reading of God's holy word. All right. Very familiar scripture. It says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. We are living in some challenging times right now where we are encouraged to stay at home, where the stock market is uh, declining in value, where our personal stocks are declining in value, where many of us are not allowed to work, not allowed to earn a living because we are dealing with this coronavirus pandemic that is going on. Saints, as you can view through your perception of the world, this world system is very fragile. It can be altered by an event like this. And if you're like me, you are looking for where can I turn during these difficult times? What can I rely on during these challenging times? Hallelujah. God wants us to look towards him. Hallelujah. He wants us to lean on him. Amen. And not just during difficult times, but during times where it's seemingly going well. Hallelujah. But as we see right now, what's going on in the world, this world system is very fragile and can be disrupted. Amen. Glory to God in a day or two. Amen. Glory to God. So today I want to encourage your hearts. Amen. That hallelujah, that we dwell in that secret place of the most high. Hallelujah. And abide under the shadow of the almighty. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. With that being said, hallelujah, as we look to lean on God, as we look to trust God, hallelujah, glory to God, we're going to come from this thought, amen, hallelujah, God is our refuge in time of need, hallelujah, and certainly this is a time of need, amen, glory to God, I'm going to go on to explain that scripture, amen, in a moment, amen, but won't you join me, amen, as I pray, amen, hallelujah, and we ask God, hallelujah, to be involved in Hallelujah, and lead and preach and teach, amen, this lesson today to lead, to use me, amen, as a vessel, amen. Join me in prayer, amen. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you, we praise you, we bless you because you do all things well. We thank you for an opportunity to still 
share the gospel, Lord God, to gather, even if it's online, as a church, Lord God, as a body of believers, hallelujah, to hear your word, Lord God. Now, Father God, you've tasked me with something that's far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Teach today. Preach today. Reach those online. Reach those over the conference call that you want to reach today and have your way in their lives like never before. Hallelujah. Stand up in me strong. Have your way in Jesus' name. Let somebody say amen. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God's our refuge. Hallelujah. In our time of need. Amen. But getting back to our scripture, we just read from Psalm 91 and 1. Amen. What does this famous scripture mean? We all quote it. We've all heard of it. Amen. Hallelujah. What does it mean? Amen. Well, first and foremost, amen. Scholars agree that this psalm was written by Moses. Yes, Moses of the Red Sea, Moses fame. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he was communicating um, uh, comfort to, hallelujah, uh, the children of Israel. Amen. Based on uh, what I'm about to show you now. Amen. Glory to God. So the author was Moses. All right. So we're going to come out of Exodus 25, 18 to get a better understanding of Psalm 91, 1. This is God speaking to Moses about constructing the tabernacle. The tabernacle was a big tent, amen, that Moses and the children of Israel had in the middle of the desert, amen, where uh, it was like their church, amen. Our church um, had five years of putting a tent outside, all right? They had 40 years of having a tent outside in the wilderness all right so this is god's instructions to moses exodus 25 18 reads from the king james version and thou shalt make two cherubims of gold cherubim are a special kind of angel that protect the presence of god not that god needs protection amen but just like we can't get to an elected official without going through their security amen they're like god's security all right and thou shalt make two cherubims of gold amen this is god's instructions to moses about building the Ark of the Covenant, amen. If anybody remembers um, Indiana Jones, uh, uh, he had in the first movie, they had the Ark of the Covenant there, amen. Glory to God. An Ark of the Covenant was um, a holy, um, a holy uh, piece of furniture in this tabernacle, amen, where um, God would meet the high priest every year. But let me get back to the scripture. And thou shalt make two cherubims of gold of beaten work, and thou shalt make them in the two ends of the mercy seat. Somebody say mercy seat, okay? Next verse, hallelujah. And make one cherub on the one end. So put one angel on one end and the other cherub on the other end, amen? So the mercy seat was the top of the Ark of the Covenant. It was the top, there's the part that Indiana Jones took off, amen? Glory to God, hallelujah. So it was the top. And make one cherub on one end and the other cherub on the other end. Even of the mercy seat shall ye make the cherubims on the two ends thereof. All right. Verse 20. Hallelujah. And the cherubims or angels shall stretch forth their wings on high. So when when Moses was going to have the artisan make um, the mercy seat or the top of the Ark of the Covenant that covered amen. Hallelujah. The contents inside. Amen. These the, the, the person was supposed to make two angels on top. Hallelujah. Glory to God that look with their wings spread and their wings looking down on top of the mercy seat. All right. Hallelujah. 
let me get, read uh, Exodus 25 one more time. And the cherubim shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, all right? And their faces shall look one to another towards the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubim be. So the angels would look down towards the mercy seat, amen? The mercy seat, once again, is the top of the Ark of the Covenant, okay? And thou shalt put the mercy seat above the ark. Amen. So here God's instructing Moses to put this mercy seat or this top, hallelujah, on the top of the ark. Amen. This lid, I should say, the lid of the ark, hallelujah, is the mercy seat. That's what has the two angels on it. And in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give. So inside of the ark of the covenant were the two Ten Commandment tablets. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's what this scripture is saying here in verse 21. Verse 22, and there I will meet thee and I will commune with thee above the mercy seat. So here God is instructing Moses that, hallelujah, he will meet with the children of Israel and specifically Moses, hallelujah, on the, hallelujah, in, in the space between the two angels on the mercy seat, hallelujah. Funny how God wants to meet us at a place of mercy, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me continue from between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of the testimony of all things, which I give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we see here the cover of the mercy seat is what the psalmist calls the secret place of the most high under the shadow of the almighty. So Moses, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is saying that the secret place, hallelujah, glory to God is He's referring to, hallelujah, as he learned from God, hallelujah, that the mercy seat, hallelujah, or the lid of the ark is where God would meet them at that time, hallelujah. What does it mean for you and I as modern day people, amen, glory to God, hallelujah, simply, hallelujah, that our safest place, our place of stability, our place of mercy, amen, is in the presence of God, hallelujah. Glory to God. In the Old Testament, amen, is the New Testament concealed, hallelujah. It's symbolic, hallelujah. That, that mercy seat, hallelujah, represented a covering of our sins. What was inside the mercy seat, hallelujah? As I mentioned before, it was the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, amen, represents man's rebellion against God's law, hallelujah. What else was in the, what else was in the Ark of the Covenant, I should say, hallelujah. So it was the Ten Commandments, was in the Ark of the Ark of the Covenant, hallelujah, which was was representative of man's rebellion against God's law. It also was the rod that budded, hallelujah. The rod that budded, hallelujah, was Aaron's rod. Aaron was the spiritual leader underneath Moses, hallelujah, for the children of Israel, amen. And when the children of Israel rebelled against Aaron and Moses, amen, glory to God, God gave him a symbol of Aaron's leadership as high priest, amen, and had his rod bud. Amen. At that time, they carried rods. Amen. As they walked around. All right. The rod budding. Amen. Hallelujah. And being placed inside of the Ark of the Covenant represents man's rebellion against God's appointed leadership. Amen. That was placed in the Ark. Amen. Glory to God. And the last item that was placed in the Ark of the Covenant. Amen. During Moses's time was a cup of the manna. The manna was the bread that fell from heaven. Amen. Glory to God. And it was placed in the ark. What was that representative of? It was representative of man's rebellion against God's provision. Amen. Glory to God. So man's rebellion against God's law, the Ten Commandments, was placed in the ark. Man's rebellion against, hallelujah, God's appointed leadership, that rod that budded, amen, was placed in the ark. 
man's rebellion against God's provision or the manna was placed in the ark. Amen. Glory to God. And then it was covered by the mercy seat. What am I saying to you today? That all of our sins are covered by God's mercy. Amen. If we become believers in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our sins are covered by his mercy. So when God looks down, amen, on the ark, what does he see? First, he sees mercy. Hallelujah. Covering the sins of man. Somebody say hallelujah to that. Hallelujah. So the cover of the mercy seat is what Moses calls the secret place of the most high. We can go to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Once we are believers and have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, knowing that our sins are covered by Jesus's blood or mercy. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's move on. Hallelujah. So here's a question for you. How can we qualify for a promise made to the Israelites in the Old Testament of the Bible? So Exodus 18, hallelujah through 22 that we just read. Amen. Glory to God. That really wasn't written for you and I. All right. It was written. Amen. Hallelujah. For the children of Israel. So how can we qualify? How can we claim a promise that wasn't made to you and I as modern day people? Amen. Glory to God. How can we do that? Amen. Let's look into that. All right. We're going to come out of Romans 3.24. Amen. This was written, written by the great apostle Paul. Amen. Who wrote 13 or maybe 14 of the New Testament um, books. Amen. Some believe he wrote Hebrews, but scholars don't agree on that. Uh, hallelujah. Fully. Amen. But he did write the book of Romans. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And let's read what he's saying to this church at Rome, which was made up of a mixture of uh, Israelite that lived in Rome and converted Gentile Christians. All right. What did he say? He's saying being justified freely by his grace. Let me stop right here for a second. The word justified in the Bible means to be made righteous. All right. So Paul is saying here to this church, he said that being justified or made righteous freely by his grace. How do you become righteous by God's grace? It's not something we earn. It's not through our self efforts. Amen. It's about receiving God's grace by way of being a believer in Jesus Christ. All right. So being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. What does the word redemption mean? To be bought back. Amen. To be ransomed. Jesus ransomed us. Hallelujah. Through the shedding of his blood. What was the price of the ransom? Amen. That was required. It was the blood of of Jesus. It was not money. It was the blood or the life of Jesus being poured out, ransomed us. So we are justified freely. Hallelujah. So no charge to us by the grace of God, the grace of God, the personification of the grace of God is Jesus Christ himself, who through the redemption, through his ransom, him dying on the cross, hallelujah, paying for our sins. Hallelujah. It, it's through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Hallelujah. Verse 25 says, whom God have set forth to be a propitiation. I want you to remember that word propitiation. Hallelujah. It's not an everyday word that we use. Hallelujah. But it's an important word. Hallelujah. Whom God had set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Hallelujah. We got to have faith in his blood. Hallelujah. That his blood was sufficient enough to pay for all the sins of the whole wide world. Hallelujah. For those that believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whom God had set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins. I want you to know today, friends, amen. Once you believe in Jesus Christ, God is not like man. His sins, I mean, uh, God's not like man. His blood paid for 
all of our sins, past, present, and future. It's not that Jesus died and his sins just paid, uh, his blood, excuse me, his blood just paid for our sins before we became believers in Jesus Christ. His blood, amen, hallelujah. It's not like us when we put a down payment, we get a car, amen. His he, he, he didn't put down a down payment. He paid for the whole car, hallelujah. His blood paid for a lifetime of sins. Sins we have not even committed yet have, paid, have been paid for at the cross of Jesus Christ. And we have it applied to our lives when we accept him as Lord and Savior. Let me get back to the scripture, Romans 3.25 whom God have set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins. We're forgiven of all our sins, past, present, and future that are past holiday through the forbearance of God. Now, even I got confused about this scripture. Hallelujah. When I first read it, amen. But the sins that are past that uh, Paul is talking about are not the sins committed by the believer before he embraces Christ, but the sins committed under the old economy before Christ came to put away sin by his sacrifice so he's talking about everything that happened amen before hallelujah christ died to the cross that's what he's talking about the sins of the past all right glory to god but for our purposes amen hallelujah as believers in jesus christ all of our sins are forgiven past present and future well you may be asking well brother pastor doesn't that mean i could just go out here and do whatever i want well listen if i go rob a bank right now i'm going to jail Plain and simple. There are consequences for our sins, but thankfully they are not eternal consequences. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that hallelujah, despite our sins, hallelujah, they're, they're being covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are going to heaven. I know that's hard to believe. Amen. But God is better than you even know. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he's not giving us a license to sin. He's giving a license. Hallelujah. To be forgiven. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And to walk with Jesus. I don't know about you, but when I hear that all my sins are forgiven, past, present, and future, I don't have an inclination to go out and sin. I have an inclination, hallelujah, to give him praise, to give him glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Christ, you were forgiven of all your sins, past, present, and future. I pray this gives you comfort. I pray that you receive this for yourselves today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Amen. Glory to God. Verse 26 says to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him, which believeth in Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus was righteous in order. Jesus was righteous in dying for our sins. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It was a righteous act. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the Righteous act, hallelujah, glory to God, brought about an opportunity for us to believe that he died for our sins and he rose from the dead, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, that we, hallelujah, might be justified by Jesus, hallelujah, we are made righteous by Jesus, by receiving Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that's what this scripture is saying, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, but let's look at this word propitiation, amen, is the in the um, New Testament portion of the Bible, amen, the original language it was written in was Greek, amen, glory to God. So often uh, when I'm preaching, amen, I will refer to the original Greek word, amen, 
for an English word that we read, amen, in order to better understand its meaning. In this case, we're going to look at that word propitiation I told you to hold on to, all right? So propitiation in the Greek is a word uh, called helasterion, amen, and it's the place of propitiation, okay? And it's the lid of the golden ark that we talked about in Exodus 25, hallelujah, glory to God, the mercy seat with the blood of a vicarious lamb appease God's wrath on sin. So Jesus is the propitiation of our sins or the mercy seat, amen, that lid, amen, I talked about in Exodus 25, hallelujah, was symbolic of what Jesus would do at the cross, hallelujah, glory to God. He is our mercy seat, hallelujah, who covers us, amen, glory to God, hallelujah, covers our sin, covers our rebellion, amen, against God's law, covers our rebellion against God's leadership, covers our rebellion against God's provision, hallelujah. We all like to call ourselves self-made, self-made man, self-made woman, hallelujah, hallelujah, Glory to God. It's not the case. Amen. Glory to God. Everything that exists comes from God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, there have been talented people who took the natural resources or uh, the material of the earth and made things and became successful. But had he not put it there, amen, they would not have any success at all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank God. Hallelujah. So Jesus is our propitiation or our mercy seat. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That covers our sin. Hallelujah. So why do we have a right, hallelujah, to claim the promises of Psalm 91, 1, amen, glory to God? Because once you and I have received Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he thus becomes our mercy seat, amen, glory to God, and we can, hallelujah, glory to God, thus have a relationship with God and his promises, amen, like the children of Israel, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's move on. Amen. Christ is our mercy seat. As I said, his blood speaks for us and puts Father God on our side. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The God of the universe is on our side because of Jesus Christ and his shed blood. God does not see our rebellion. Oh my God. Hallelujah. God doesn't see our rebellion. Amen. Once we were believers, because it's under the blood. Hallelujah. He sees the blood of his son and accepts us. Amen. If we think this from a physical standpoint, amen, glory to God. Anyone who looked down on the mercy seat could not see the symbolic uh, sin of mankind inside of it because it was covered, amen. And you know what? Uh, once a year was something called the Day of Atonement, amen, where the high priest would go into this uh, place where the Ark of the Covenant was, amen, and he would sprinkle blood, hallelujah, on the mercy seat, which was symbolic of Jesus shedding his blood at the cross, hallelujah, glory to God, and it would cover the sins of the Israelites for a year, amen, glory to God, but thank God, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, dying on the cross, covers our sins for our entire lives if we are believers in him, hallelujah, and we have access to Father God and all the promises in the book, amen, let's go on, hallelujah, because of, the, because of Jesus, we have a blood-bought right to boldly go to Father God in time of need, when, like, a, like right now, this is a time of need. Some of us are not working. Amen. Some of us may have been infected by the coronavirus. Hallelujah. Some of us are not, ha don't have any income. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where can we go? We can go to Father God because of Jesus. Hallelujah. In our time of need. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Let's read from Hebrews 4, 16, the Amplified Version. It says, therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. How, what kind of throne is it? A throne of grace. We don't need to be scared to approach Father God. The, the reason we can even pray is because Jesus died on the cross and gives us access to Father God. So let me start again. Therefore, let us with privilege, it's a privilege for us to approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor. Favor is an unmerited, an unearned, an undeserved um, goodness from God towards us. That's what favor is from a biblical standpoint. With confidence and without fear, we can approach God. Hallelujah. With confidence. You can confidently approach God. I know when early on in my Christianity, if I had done something, gone to a club or done some sin on a Saturday night, I was scared to go to church the next day because I was scared to approach God. And it's not that God was um, co-signing or pleased with my sinful act, amen. It's that he's a God of mercy and a God of grace. When we get caught up in something, don't run from God, run to him. And he will receive you with mercy and grace. So we are to go to him with confidence and without fear, amen. Let me go on. So that we may receive mercy for our failures. <laughs> when you go to God, hallelujah, humbly, amen, you can receive mercy for your failures, mercy for your sins, hallelujah, glory to God. How many of you stayed out of church, amen, glory to God, when you got caught up in some sin? Instead of going to God and receiving mercy for your failures. Once again, I'm not saying God is pleased with it or God's co-signing it. It is the, uh, the resolution or the solution, hallelujah, to what you're going for, going through, amen. Hallelujah, particularly when you sin, amen. Go back to God, hallelujah. So that you may receive mercy for our failures and find amazing grace to help in time of need. I, got, I don't know about you, but we need some amazing grace right now in our time of need. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right time. I don't know about you, but right now is the right time to receive an appropriate blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is generous. Amen. And he wants to be generous to you. Amen. Glory to God. And because of the blood of Jesus, hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus being our propitiation. Amen. Or our mercy seat. Amen. Covering our sins. Hallelujah. With his shed blood. Hallelujah. We can go boldly to God. Hallelujah. At our time of need. Amen. Glory to God. And receive an appropriate blessing at just the right time. At just the right moment. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go on. We're almost done. Amen. Because I got to let you go. Hallelujah. Because Christ, our mercy seat, covers us with his blood. We are under God's protection and favor. Amen. I know what's going on in the world. Amen. Right now. And everybody's going crazy. Amen. For toilet paper. Amen. Glory to God. And water and all these other kind of supplies. Hallelujah. And hand sanitizer. Amen. But we are under God's protection. Amen. And favor, which means his goodness shed abroad to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Give place in your life for God to do something good for you. Hallelujah. Give place to your life. Hallelujah. It's not through your self-effort. Amen. It's through the efforts of, of Jesus Christ, what he accomplished on the cross.
cross that gives us access to every promise in the book. Amen. Hallelujah. In the Bible. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Psalm 91 now that we have a better understanding that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of, of the Almighty. Amen. Speaks of the mercy seat. Amen. Glory to God that covered the Ark of the Covenant. Amen. And that mercy seat. Amen. Was symbolic of what Jesus would do at the cross covering all of our sins. God, our rebellion against God's leadership. Our rebellion against God's hallelujah law. Our rebellion against God's provision. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus' blood covered all that for us hallelujah in the name of jesus he did it hallelujah because hallelujah let's read psalm 91 9 it says because thou has that has made this is moses speaking to them because thou has made the lord which is my refuge moses is referring amen to hallelujah father god as his refuge hallelujah we're going to look at that word in a minute hallelujah even the most high thy habitation amen glory to god Thank you, Jesus. Verse 10, hallelujah. There shall no evil befall thee, hallelujah. Glory to God, when God's your refuge. Neither shall any plague, amen, sounds familiar, amen, glory to God, about what we're going through. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling or where you are, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. Coronavirus, you cannot come near me, amen, glory to God, because I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, under the, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, under the shadow of the Almighty, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, glory to God, coronavirus, leave, because I'm in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's look at this word refuge. Amen. In hallelujah, the Old Testament portion of the Bible was written in Hebrew. Amen. That was the original language that it was written in. Amen. So let me refer to it when I look up this word refuge. Refuge in the Hebrew is a word mak, makak, makasa. Hallelujah. Excuse my Hebrew. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But this word means shelter. So God is our shelter. Hallelujah. Literally or figuratively. Hallelujah. God is our hope. Hallelujah. That word means hallelujah in the Hebrew. Hallelujah. Who's our hope? God is our hope. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not the stock market. Amen. Not our jobs. Hallelujah. Not the people in our lives. Hallelujah. As wonderful as they may be. Hallelujah. Who's our hope? God is our hope. He's our refuge. He's our place of refuge. Amen. He's our shelter. Amen. Sometimes you want to, hallelujah, get away from those things. Hallelujah. That are coming at you. Hallelujah. Run to God as your shelter hallelujah and he is our trust he is the one we can trust hallelujah here's a bold statement we can't even trust ourselves did anybody know in 2019 that this coronavirus pandemic was going to happen we, we didn't know trust in him we made all kind of plans for 2020 but god knows amen let me say this while i'm here here's another bold statement god did not send the coronavirus here on the earth. Friends, we live in a fallen world. This is not the world God intended. Yes, we live on the earth. God made the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. Okay, we understand that. But in the Garden of Eden, amen, this is not a fairy tale, but these are actual events. In the Garden of Eden, man made a choice to live independent of God. He ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil instead of eating from the tree of life. Okay. And in so doing, the world started to spiral 
out of control till we get to the point where we are now, where we have viruses, we have war, we have crime, we have all these horrible things, but this was not God's will. That being said, amen, God did not send the coronavirus, all right? It is a result of this evil world that you and I live in, okay? Amen. I can't give you an exact source about some bat in the cave or whatever. You know, all, all that's ir irrelevant. Amen. Just know that God did not send this. Hallelujah. And more importantly, know that God poured out his wrath upon the body of Christ at the cross against man's sin. The great part about that is that Jesus was the only sacrifice that the wrath of God was poured out upon and was not consumed. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That he might rise from the dead again. Amen. As evidence that God's wrath had been appeased. Amen. Hallelujah. God's not angry at us and sent the coronavirus. Amen. God poured out his wrath upon the body of Christ at the cross. Amen. Glory to God. This is just a result of the sin-soaked world and the enemy of our soul, the devil. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But in God, we have refuge. We have a shelter. We have a hope. We have trust. Let's look to him during these difficult times. I know we want to be on the news and watch all these uh, headlines and what have you. And I'm not advocating ignorance and not knowing what's going on in the world. But when you find yourself becoming fearful, Time to turn the channel or turn it off altogether. Amen. Maybe get into your word, get into prayer and look to God. Amen. Once again, I'm not advocating being ignorant or being someone who just uh, is unaware of what's going on in the world. Amen. When it starts to affect you negatively, then it's time to back off and to go back to your source. The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Glory to God. The blood of Jesus has given us access to every promise of the Bible, including Psalm 91 and 10. Amen. When no plague shall come nigh thy dwelling, no evil shall befall thee. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we got to really believe that and trust in the Lord. Hallelujah for that. Amen. Glory to cling to him. Amen. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, the members of my church know I always have a... Um, uh, a symbol that I do, amen, I, it's, it's like me clinging to a pole, if I were to cling to this mic stand, amen, glory to God, like it was God, I cling to him, although I'm a, uh, a grown man, I'm 50 years old, amen, glory to God, I'm still clinging to God like a child, because he is my true Abba Father, my Heavenly Father, hallelujah, and that's how God would have us as born-again believers, amen, every promise in the book is ours, even though Psalm 91 and 1 was not written directly to you and I as modern day people. Amen. Through Jesus Christ, we can claim the promises of Psalm 91 and 1, Psalm 91 and 10. Amen. They are ours for protection, for refuge, for hope, for shelter, for trust. They are ours through Jesus Christ, our mercy seat who covers our sins. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. As I end this, amen, just remember. God is our refuge in time of need. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Friends, 
If you are impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you. God loves you. And go on with the Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.